All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. unique episode of FPS. I have someone sitting next to me that has never sat next to me in the studio before. I've also never not had Brian in the studio with me when we're recording. So this is going to be very interesting. I'll explain in just a little bit. But first, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. If you are looking to have some fun, especially as we get into the summer months, I feel like when the sun is shining, you're all about that sexy fun. And Cassidy's here to help you because not only can you see who's in your area that might also be non-monogamous and fun to hang out with, but you can also see some of the biggest events coming up across the country. So if you want to start booking your travel, seeing all the fun that could be out there, and just connecting with sexy people, you need to try Cassidy for free, and you can. All you have to do is go to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, that's frontporchswingers.com. Scroll to the bottom of the homepage and click on the Cassidy banner to get started today. We hope to see you at cassidy.com. So... Welcome to the studio, Susan. <laughs> well, thank you, Brenna. I'm so honored that I, I get to be here in this space with you. Yeah, this I got to be honest with you. I'm a little nervous. I don't know why I'm nervous. I think it's because Brian and I were talking before you came in today that I think the reason the show is so fun for me and the reason I love it is because he and I just have this natural chemistry together. And it's, inter- I mean, you and I have great banter and things like that too, Absolutely. but this is kind of new territory for me. I'm so excited though. I'm, I feel very honored that you would be willing to do this and trust us in this way. So thank you for doing this. Well, I'm honored to be here. And yeah, I mean, I think trust is a big thing between all of us and why uh, everyone's so curious of why this works. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I don't often tell you this because I don't want to freak you out, but the number of emails and DMs and things like that we get about you and about your and Brian's play dynamic and everything is crazy. And I think the main reason for that, of course, it's fucking hot, right? When we talk about you on the show, I love hearing about the recountings and all of the sexy shit you guys do together. But I think it's bigger than that because I think people can tell how much Brian and I both respect you and adore you being in our lives. And that's very intriguing to people. Yeah, I agree. And I have to touch on what you just said about loving to hear the recounts. I mean, I listened to the podcast that you guys posted on the 24th, which was yesterday. Oh, my God. How do you not masturbate after watching, (laughs) listening to something like that? Like, I can't believe I spent five hours in the car with you guys driving (laughs) home last week from Phoenix and I didn't hear any of this. I'm like, oh my gosh, that was the hottest experience. Uh, Yeah. And Phoenix was a blast. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm so glad that you were there. So many beautiful people. I know. Yeah. And I, you know, I had to work, so I didn't get in until late Saturday night. And I was so exhausted. But then getting to see some of our friends that we have was really fun. And then Sunday in the pool, I mean. <laughs> it got debaucherous. <laughs> how funny is it that, you know, people often ask me, 
you know, how much is a drink on the strip? And then I like point to my boobs and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Like I'm a chick. But we were, all of us girls were sending Brian over to the bartender to get drink Because she wasn't charging him. I'm like, I just paid $10 for that mimosa and you got it for free. You go over there and get me another, which yeah, then ended up me being a little loosey goosey. And, um, <laughs> but what great conversations we had that beautiful couple that we know from Phoenix like I really enjoyed chatting with them and it was just all about connecting with like-minded people who are non-judgmental I just felt so safe in that space and you know I I just had a great time I love that that makes me so happy well I want to go back to something you were just talking about though you obviously listened to the podcast I assume Mm -hmm. you listened to the episodes where Brian is talking about your time together. Yes. Mm-hmm. What is that like for you? So that's a great question, actually. It's funny because, of course, I like hearing his interpretation of our experience together. It's very nice when it's validating some things that I experienced at the same time, you know? Yeah. And then, yeah, you know, there's some times where I'm like high-fiving myself. I'm like, yeah, that was <laughs> I'm a badass. hot, you know? <laughs> right? And then I often laugh because you're like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm like, yeah, you know, because Brian often teases that we're alike in some, in some forms and fashion, you know? And so... Yeah, I, I think it's great. And then there's some times where I'm like, that didn't happen, you know, <laughs> or or he got the like sequence wrong or yeah. something. I, I know that know. I get the sequence wrong. I don't think I ever get big details wrong, but the no. order no, 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 that no. things happen, yes. I absolutely, I'll get off and be like, oh shit, that was not exactly how that happened. Yeah, no, no, no. It's and never, it almost doesn't matter, right? It, it, it genuinely does not. Yeah. It, it genuinely does not. But it's, it's really cute because yes, when he does come to visit me at my home, because, you know, I mean, I'm sure a lot of the listeners know that every time Brian and I get together is not always physical. Right. You know, I mean, we'll just go and have cocktails or something, you know, and just chat or whatever. But when he does come to my house, the first person who receives attention (laughs) is the only non-person. Yeah. The dog. (laughs) Brian is in love with your dog and Jade's dog. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Well, when I arrived at the studio today, of course, Brian met me outside and he was like, oh, I should I should have told you to bring your dog. So I was like, yeah, I almost did. But, you know, I have some errands to run after this. Not everywhere is dog friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully that's never offensive to you. Oh, God, no. He tells me about these things. Oh, I walked in and immediately had to play with the dog. And I'm like, I'm sure the woman in lingerie is so thrilled that you're taking time to play with the dog before her. Yeah, read the room, Brian. Yeah, for real. He's not the best. Yeah, that was like two hours of me sitting on the couch. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm in lingerie. Like, could you just rip it off of me? And then we can spend two hours later chatting. <laughs> right. Playing with but the dog yeah. later. Yeah, for sure. It's so funny. what is it like just in general? I think there's a lot of people that are curious about you because you are a single woman. Mm-hmm. And I think it's funny. We talked about this on the last episode, but I think it's a lot of people's like wet dream that the three of us are constantly playing together. and We're just not talking about it on the show for whatever reason. Or, you know, that the whole idea of a single woman automatically being a unicorn, which is I know you have played with couples in the past, but that's mm-hmm. not our dynamic with you. Correct. And so what is it like for you to be in this situation where you and Brian are sexual and you and I have a beautiful friendship, but the three of us are not intimate? Has that been weird for you? Has it been a positive for you? What does that look like for you overall? 
I think it's one of the most natural situations I've been in. I mean, you guys talked about on your podcast yesterday about how blessed you are to have really amazing people in your lives. Yep. And I feel the same way. I think that's why this dynamic works between us and including Jade, you know, I mean, I feel like we're all just very honest, trusting, like minded people. Um, I think you're gorgeous. Your fantasies and retellings are fucking hot. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I like even just listening to yesterday's episode, you talked about how you don't necessarily identify as bisexual, but then there's intimate connections that you make with a couple that end up feeling right. Right. And I think I identified and felt very familiar with your statements, you know, when we talked. I mean, even that gorgeous couple from Phoenix that I met, yeah, the guy is totally hot. I wasn't sure of what their dynamic was, nor was I really in that thought process to even play because I come at, you know, the end of the event and things like that. But, oh, yeah, <laughs> that woman, I mean, A, she, yes, she's beautiful, but... I heard Brian stole my catchphrase that <laughs> looks are bonus. Yes. It really is true. Like, I need that cerebral connection. Yes, there have been hot moments in my life where on a whim, I had sex with a person or a couple or whatever, or even just kissed another woman, you know, um, when we were in Denver, one of our friends asked me if she could kiss me. And I was like, okay. <laughs> of course, I was also in a really dark room with you strapped to a horse. Little thing. <laughs> the spanking bench. The yes. Spanking bench. <laughs> oh, my. We could do an entire episode on that situation. Oh. I mean, just the moment was hot. She was someone I had met and I, I liked, but you know, didn't necessarily see myself being intimate with, but in that space and in that moment, and it was a soft and beautiful, I mean, women are so beautiful. Yes. And they're soft and amazing, but it's not my go-to fantasy. I'm sure. not seeking out other women to be intimate with in alone in that individual space, but you nailed the um, nail on the head when you said that the couple that you were with in Phoenix, obviously you guys had created a friendship over a great amount of time, but the fact that she was into it. Yes. Makes it so much fucking better. In fact, it's what makes the experience for me. Absolutely. Because I have been in multiple situations with couples where I felt comfortable that the couple was both into it. And that was why I said yes. And then we get into it and I realize, no, this is more for him. And you're right. If that dynamic works for the trio that's involved, a thousand percent be yeah. on that same page. Some people just don't care. And that's okay, too. Absolutely. But yeah, I, I don't even really know what else to say about that. I just, I think what the three of us have is really something quite beautiful. And another thing I had dated, you know, I've been in this lifestyle now for about a year. I start I joined Cassidy last March. It was right about right about before my 40 
seventh birthday. And I had connected with a couple of married men before I'd met Brian, where we were playing singularly. I was not attracted to their wives. That that just wasn't the dynamic either. I was seeking out men that were interested in playing individually. And the first one ended because I was now compensating for something that his wife was not giving him. Ah, yeah. We've talked about this, you and I, many times. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he wanted intimacy, not sex. She was fucking him like crazy. Right. He wanted to feel special and he wanted to feel connected to somebody. Yeah. And that was not something I was interested in giving him at that level. Mostly because I knew he wasn't getting it from her. Right. That was not a situation I was comfortable with. Whereas with the three of us, Brian has never made me feel like he is unsatisfied with any element of y'all's relationship. He better not be. I'm a fucking gem. No, (laughs) You are a gem and a brat. That too, yeah. And a slut. The best kind of people. You just just described all of my favorite elements of who a person is. (laughs) Uh, That's why we're friends. Come on. But yeah, I'm the French term is lanyap, which is means a little something extra. I am just a little something extra that Brian has in his life. And the fact that he brings it back home to you warms my heart. And, you know, I... The fun thing is you guys have asked me to recount what happened with the vampire gloves, which we will get to shortly. Yes. But when he said, oh, I've got a surprise for you. And then I had heard, you know, heard him talking to you about like how excited he was. He had this plant. O-M-G. That turned you on? Oh, my God. It so did. Because it meant there this love and excitement between the two of you. And then there was love and excitement between me and Brian. I was super excited about it. And so then, yeah, it it totally did. It made me just so excited that I have the permission from the two of you and you guys have the permission from me for us to have this kind of relationship. And it's healthy and it's loving and it's respectful. Yeah. I mean, Back to the fact of us having really great people in our lives. I have three vanilla girlfriends that I have told all about you guys. Really? They've even listened to a couple of the podcast. I wonder if they're listening right now. I oh, hope they actually, are. <laughs> one of them will absolutely be with listening. And I'll probably tell the other two as well. Um, I haven't talked to them. But it's so funny because when I tell them about our situation and they ask questions, and I'm always open to that, like, ask as many questions as you want. Like, I'd love for one of our, if we ever do this again, have an episode where all your fans are asking questions. I'll answer them. Um, (laughs) That could go sideways very quickly. I don't know if you want to go that route. (laughs) Well, you're probably right. But the one thing that all of the girls have said, you know what? I don't understand it. But it sounds like one of the healthiest relationships you've ever had. And I agree. Yeah. I mean, I think of 
the friendship that you and I have built. And I think that's what people don't understand. So many people want to focus on the sexual components of what this is. And and I get that. I mean, that's sure. the, the salacious part for people that aren't in the lifestyle. Even for people that are in the lifestyle, that's why they're in the lifestyle, right? Yeah. To have sex. And I celebrate that wholeheartedly as the slut that I am. But connecting with people like you and Jade and feeling so much love and respect for from you guys, I truly believe is what has been the glue that's kept this all together. Because... Yeah. And, and I'm not going to harp on it, but you and I have talked about Brian had a re- relationship of sorts with a woman, and I'm sure she's a lovely person, but our personalities clashed so fucking bad, mm-hmm. and I didn't feel respected by her. Mm-hmm. And the difference between that dynamic and this one is so drastically different, mm-hmm. and it, it really is just beautiful. Like, I'm excited when Brian goes to your house to play with you because I know that he's going to have fun, and I hope that you're going to have fun, and I care about you as a person, and therefore... I care about your happiness just as much as I would any of my other friends who aren't fucking my man. And so it's been really cool to see that kind of grow over time, that that connection between the two of us. And like you said, between us and Jade, too, because the three of us have gone out not nearly as much as I'd love for us to. But it's been really fun. I just feel I feel like it has been a wonderful addition to our lives in so many different ways. Because the other thing I want to talk about, you mentioned you and I are very similar and we are in some ways. Mm -hmm. I also think we're very, very different Mm -hmm. in other ways. Mm -hmm. And hearing Brian appreciate your differences Mm -hmm. makes me really happy. So he'll come home and tell me something that you said and it's almost like a light bulb goes off in my head. I think you and I think very differently about things. You're a little bit older than I am. Mm -hmm. You have different life experiences. You have different relationship experiences. All of those things. This is, I'll just share this with the listeners because it's fucking funny when the whole max thing happened yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were like fuck him but also let's be logical about this and not you know fucking go off and try to seek revenge it's it was so nice how you could be the mature one in that situation because brian and i were both so fucking pissed off mm-hmm. that i don't think we were thinking logically me too i mean max is dead to me sorry <laughs> my loyalty runs both ways i will love you and then if you fuck me over, you're dead to me. You fuck my friends, you're dead to me. The whole situation. Yes, that was my immediate response. But being a woman who has been divorced twice and now single for the past 13 years, like this week, it's 13 years. One of the biggest things I've had to do to grow as a human is to understand that karma's a bitch. Yeah. And she gonna take care of things. <laughs> so true. And there was nothing I would get in seeking revenge from that person or in the hardest lesson. Forget about the revenge part. The hardest lesson was really wanting to know why they chose the things that they chose. Yeah. And you're not always going to get that answer. Right. And that closure so, is not there all the time. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's so important that we women and men alike too. Men need strong other, you know, men in their lives to talk to. Yes. And, you know, when I told you that, I gave you that little bit of advice. And then you called me back late or you sent me a text later and you said, you know what? Thank you for saying what you said. It made sense when the other events happened. And that warmed my heart because I was like, okay, she gets it, you know, Yeah. that sometimes we don't get the answers we so desperately want. Right. 
And And being fucking pissed off and bitter about it is not a great way to handle it. And listen, I am very emotional in the moment. I wouldn't have actually done anything. But just you being there to talk me off a a ledge was wonderful. Yeah. So I respect that a lot. Okay, I want to get to one other question before we get to sexier shit. Oh, recount? (laughs) Yes, this is going to be so fun. First time (laughs) anyone has ever recounted a story on the show that is not myself and Brian, ever. So that'll be really interesting. But before we get to that, one of the things that Brian talks about a lot is not wanting to hold you back from relationships. Mm -hmm. And I know that you date and you have gone out with several men during the time that you and Brian have known each other. Many (laughs) men. I just haven't told you all about all of them. I didn't want to make it sound like that. Oh, no, I'm trying. (laughs) So, Man, get your shit together. What does that make you feel like in terms of, I mean, does it feel like he's harping on it to you or does, what does that feel like to you, I guess? Okay, honest truth, I I see his fear. I'm very empathic and I know that he has a fear that I might find someone that won't be accepting of our relationship. Right. And so it's important to me that I share with both of you um, how important your relationship is. Yeah. I also feel very safe that if I do find someone or even if like just whatever, something happens and Brian and I decide to no longer have a sexual physical relationship. I know the three of us will always be friends. That gives me a great deal of comfort. Well, and I think that was Brian's concern, not that you and he would stop having sex. Because yeah, I, that would suck. He loves having sex with you. <laughs> I don't but, like having sex with him. But that's not the focus. The focus right. is the friendship. And I think right. his concern was, well, if she ends up dating someone that doesn't like the situation that we've all been in for the last year or however long it's been at that point, and he wants to keep her from spending time with us, that would fucking break our hearts. We would understand, but it would hurt. Man, that would have to be some amazing... Like, that would have to be... I, I just can't see it happening. Yeah. You guys are an important part of my life. You're also an important part of my journey in life. My sexual journey, my um, understanding of what I love and what I want in my life. So I can't see that happening. Um, but I I am on dating sites constantly. I'm even on like a vanilla site right now that I'm able to express that I'm interested in non-monogamy or monogamy, like wherever it works. And uh, the funny thing is the majority of the men who've reached out to me were already coupled. And that's not what I'm looking for. I already have someone in my life who's coupled that I adore. And I'm spoiled. I'm sorry. I'm spoiled. (laughs) All of you listeners who are wanting to put an application right now, if you're coupled, it's not going to happen. <laughs> okay, maybe not ever, but still, we have so few time for all of us to even get to. Could you imagine? I couldn't imagine like adding another element of of a coupled man or yeah, I already feel like I can't give enough time, you know. Yeah, it's fucking tough. Yeah, but no, it it is definitely important to me what I've established with you guys. And I've met a couple of gentlemen over the past few months where I shared with them what was, you know, my relationship with you guys. Oh, I didn't realize that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, one of them was weird and I dumped him. Qu- I mean, come on. I haven't told y'all about most of the men because they <laughs> I have a two week rule, Brenna. If they don't seriously within two weeks, I know whether or not I'm about to give this person time. Yeah. And also none of them have gotten to a level where I was ready to come to you and Brian and say, okay, I've met this terrific person. Right. I want you guys to meet him. And I'm going to 
pause our sexual relationship for the moment because I I I need to establish, you know, with this person. Right. Um so that hasn't happened yet. And honestly, I get tired of talking about it all the time, like the different guys. Cause like we were at the <laughs> hockey game and our friend who just moved here from Virginia was like, Hey, how's so and so? And I was like, who? And I'm like, oh, that was like two months forgot, ago, right? Yeah. Brenna, it's so sad. I feel like such a whore. Um, <laughs> I mean, I you're can a fun be, whore, <laughs> but you know, it, it it becomes exhausting for me to try to remember all of these people that you know I've been excited about, and then and then when you guys ask a little later, I'm like, oh yeah, he said I, he could see me in May. That was three weeks ago. Oh God, yeah. Mr. NFL. Oh, him. You know, it's like I reached out. Hey, do you want to go to a baseball game? He's like, I'm extremely busy right now. Um, h- how about May? And I was just like, <laughs> That's it's ridiculous. so hard to hear. But you know what? I told a friend of mine about that, a man that I work with. And he, he goes immediately. He goes, then the answer was no. He yeah. doesn't want to see you. And he's right. He'll make time if he wants to. Amen, sister. Yep. If a man wants something, he will do whatever it takes to get it. And it would be different if, you know, he said, hey, can we see each other in May? And then each morning texted me or something. Right. Because I get it. Life happens. Sure. But yeah, I mean, so I just get, it's just disappointing. My stories are funny, (laughs) entertaining for my married friends. Right. I'm like the dancing circus monkey at cocktail parties. Tell us about your latest conquest. Oh, God. I hope you never feel that way about us. Oh, God, no. I'm just, I genuinely am curious because, of course, I want you to be happy, but. Absolutely. I just, you know, it's kind of like, oh, let's, this is a terrible analogy, but you're like mom and dad. I haven't, these guys are not MDR, mom, dad ready. You know, it's like, why even tell you guys about some of these people until it's worth something? Yeah. Real, like, okay. Stop the press. I have met someone who is accepting of what we have and let let's, you know, see where this goes. So yeah, yeah, I'm, life, yeah. I'm constantly out there looking. Um, no, I do not feel like I'm being held back. I do want what you guys have. I love how much Brian loves you. Yeah, we hear that a lot. I feel I feel very special. I really do. I realize how lucky I am. Good. Most of the time. <laughs> Sometimes Look, I'm still complaining. Everybody bitch, could but. be an asshole. <laughs> I've seen, I mean, we can all, we all have our faults, but what you two have is just so lovely and real. And in yeah. all honesty, like I'm not jealous of it. Instead, I'm hopeful. Oh, I love that. Absolutely. I'm like, you know Aww. what? I'm going to find that. And this journey that I've had with you guys for almost a year now has shown me that that can be something I ask for. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hell yeah. Get everything you want. You deserve it. <laughs> yes, ma'am, I do, because I'm fucking awesome. You are awesome. And so and I'm humble. real. For those of you who don't believe I'm real. For forever, we had so many people reaching out asking if you and Jade were real people, or if you were just like us pulling stories from different sources and calling it one person. I'm like, no, we wouldn't fucking do that. Yeah, They're real are, people. You know what? We are absolutely real. Jade and I have very high profile jobs. I can only speak for myself, but I assume Jade kind of feels the same way. We are not ashamed of the choices we are making or anything like that. But I do want to be 
anonymous on on many levels. Yeah. You know, if if some of my clients found out or coworkers or whatever, I'm I'm okay with it. But I just it's it's me. When I'm at work, I'm at work. When I'm having fun, I'm having fun. And well, yeah, and society I like just... to keep it separate. Yeah. You know? Society has not caught up to our progressiveness. That's what it really is. I wish we could all just say we're not monogamous and people would be like, okay, cool, pass the ketchup or whatever the fuck, you know. That's not where we're at, well, unfortunately. It, it, that's true, but I think we're getting there. I think it's I starting really to. Do. Yeah. I think we're getting there. I think people are becoming more and more open about asking for what they want. Yes, I would agree with that. And living in Las Vegas is the perfect place for us to be. I mean, we've talked before about like, what was it like when Brian took me out for dinner on my birthday at a restaurant he had just taken you to three days before? And the reality is, I didn't behave any differently with Brian than I would have if you had been sitting across from us. Sure. Or anyone else had been sitting across from us. Right. Because I have your permission and I have Brian's permission. Right. And the two of you have my permission. I am extremely happy with the with the choices I've made and if and I think that that energy is read by others. Yeah, for so sure. So I think that that same waiter and that same manager who came over to our table probably didn't even bat an eye because we were there in confidence and security and trust. And it's also Vegas. Nobody gives a fuck about anything gives here. A shit. <laughs> I mean, I have seen so many things living in this town. When I first moved here from Tennessee, I was like, oh, my God. Like, oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Like, look at that. Look at that. I mean, I'm driving down Rainbow Boulevard one day. I see some, uh, some human in a full teddy bear costume making a masturbation gesture towards the whole traffic. And I just looked at him and thought, Yeah. <laughs> you don't see that in Tennessee every day. <laughs> but in Vegas, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, Vegas is a lot more accepting and everybody's just trying to grind and get work done. Nobody's caring about the choices that you're making because it's not affecting them. Exactly. But um, there is a great deal of jealousy of what with the three of us have and rightfully so. <laughs> Everyone. I would think everybody would want what we have. I think most people that like to hate on us so on social media and TikTok and all of that shit are truly jealous. I really do believe yeah. that. And you know what? And I hope your heart can heal, whoever you are that's yeah. out there hating on it. And I hope that you can be open because I think that when you are open is when those opportunities come. Absolutely. I mean, you're going to find it one day. I truly believe it, you know, and... It's, it's just going to just be a greater extension of what all of us have. Oh, and, yeah. Because um, you are open to it. And I love that your heart has healed from, you know, past experiences. From we the all douche learn. fuck faces out there. Yeah. Max, you're dead to me. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, because, yeah, you're just such a beautiful spirit. And oh, let me you. tell you, men today, it's it's getting hard out there. And then you women stop encouraging that behavior. Yeah, isn't it that is, the truth? It's cylindrical. It's a cycle, you know. Yes. Women need to start 
asking for what they want. Because look at what we get. Yes. You know? Bare minimum. We need to do better. And men should ask for what they want. I agree. You Use your words, people. You stick your finger in your ass, ask for it. Yeah. I get a chance to a- say whether I want to do it or not. And it's nice. Let me tell you. <laughs> it's great. I highly recommend it. Well, oh we're going to get goodness. to some sexy stuff. In fact... Very shortly, we are going to hear you recount an experience between you and Brian, which I cannot fucking wait for. But first, we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Shameless Care. Sex should be about pleasure, but for people suffering from erectile dysfunction, it can be incredibly stressful and it can really mess with your confidence too, which is a huge issue, especially for us lifestylers. So if you're in that boat, just know that you're not alone and also know that there's an amazing company out there dedicated to helping you get everything you need to enjoy the lifestyle to its fullest. Right now, Shameless Care is offering our listeners $30 off their first month of ED treatment. All you have to do is go to shamelesscare.com and use code FPS at checkout. You'll fill out a quick intake form and if accepted, you'll get ED medication shipped discreetly right to your door. Again, at an incredibly affordable rate because $30 off right now for listeners of our show using code FPS. That's shamelesscare.com code FPS. So if you guys are looking for a reason to come to Las Vegas, I cannot think of any better reason than Pod Bash 2023. If you guys don't know what this event is, it is going to be our third annual year. First year we're doing it here in Las Vegas. It is just a fucking party with some amazing lifestyle podcasters, but this isn't just a regular weekend. This is a fully immersive experience. We're doing everything from pool parties to night parties at different locations. We're going to have podcasters on site doing recordings, demos, and so much much more. And also, this is just one of the coolest groups of people ever. A lot of the people we've already met and they've come to the past two pod bashes. And it really does just feel like a friend reunion. So if you're looking to make some amazing connections with people from around the country, we would love for you to join us. It is September 28th through October 1st. You can find all of the information and book your room at members.frontporchswingers.com. So as mentioned, this is a first and I am so excited about it. I have never had anyone in the studio with me without Brian here. I've never had anyone recount their own sexual experience aside from Brian. So this is going to be special. And honestly, I am dying to hear your perspective on it because, of course, I hear Brian talk about it all the time, both at home and on the show. Mm -hmm. But to hear your side of it and maybe how things are a little bit different, I'm just... You know, I know there's got to be differences, and I'm dying to know what they are. I'm so happy I get to pop your cherry. (laughs) Being your first guest and hearing your first recount of uh, my experiences with Brian. Like I said, for the most part, when I hear Brian recount his experience with me, you know, yeah, it's usually it's like, yeah, pretty spot on. Maybe a few subtle differences, you know. Yeah. So Brian had this master plan that he had discussed with you, uh, which was what made this so freaking hot, of having an evening with Jade and then an evening with me. And then like, okay, so I've never benefited from a gift I gave to someone. (laughs) When you gave me that, I was like, he has to bring them over at some point. (laughs) And, And in all honesty, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Like, you That's know, because you're like, a good friend. I would immediately think of that. That's I'm a selfish bitch like that. If oh, someone wow. gave me or if I was giving a gift to someone that I knew I could benefit from, I would a thousand percent, you know, that would sway my decision in getting it for them. So you're just a nicer person than me. Well, I wouldn't say that. But <laughs> I mean, 
So Brian and I met for drinks one night at Green Valley Ranch, and I was like, hey, can you, well, he's going to walk me to my car anyway. He's a total gentleman. But I was like, I need to measure your hands. <laughs> he's like, what? <laughs> like, you had to measure the index finger and the palm and all this. So it was custom for him. That just made my heart so warm, knowing those were his hands for your body and yeah. your pleasure. And then um, Jade and I got to experience too. So listening to the um, recount with Jade, I was kind of giggling because it, a lot of it was it was sort of similar, like the how everything kind of started. So when Brian had suggested maybe I give my recount, I got super excited. Yeah, me too, because it's going to be very different, I'm sure, than what he would say. Absolutely, because something really amazing happened that, I mean, you know, other than orgasms, um, <laughs> you know. So, yes, yeah, so Brian comes, well, he, you know, is planting this seed. I've got this idea for you. And in my head, I'm like, oh, I hope it's the vampire gloves. <laughs> <laughs> so there was the selfish in me, but not knowing what he had planned. And he comes in with his little bag that's um, always so fun. And so that night, I think he was so amped up, too. We didn't have, like, two-hour conversations on the couch. Like, we chatted for a little bit like we usually do. Right. I think I was even wrapping up a little bit of work, but he was immediately like, let's go upstairs. Well, I- Brian is very task-oriented. If he has a goal in mind and knows where things are going... It's fucking full court press, which I love about him. (laughs) You are very correct. That's part of my story. (laughs) (laughs) So we go up to my room and uh, it's always so cute. I'm convinced that Brian doesn't wear underwear because it saves him time to get undressed. (laughs) It's actually just because he hates the elastic. No, absolutely. But he always has to fold up his clothes, which is, I love it though. I just think it's cute. Always make sure the chair in my bedroom is empty so he can fold up his clothes and neatly set them over there. I love that. Whereas I'm like, you know, whatever one t-shirt that I'm wearing or something, you know. And I find it four days later in a spot it shouldn't be. That's me. (laughs) I will pick it up. I mean, my my room looks less less whorish after he's left you know because there's like panties and bras and whatever all over the place in the throes of it and he he had grabbed while I went upstairs he was downstairs and took off his shoe he usually takes his shoes off downstairs and so he comes up and now he's got the vampire gloves and I swear to you I'm like a child I'm like so excited I'm like you know clapping I'm like I'm so excited this is it you know and I'm like immediately on the bed like I'm ready. <laughs> I don't even think we kissed at first. It was just like, hey, I'm down. <laughs> um, so he takes the the glove. He goes, I'm only going to put on one so that I have my other hand to do whatever I need. And I was like, okay. You know, I'm like, I'm, I'm in. It doesn't matter whatever he says, right? I'm in. Right. And so he just starts to, you know, lightly touch me. And oh my gosh, if you have not felt the vampire gloves before, it really is amazing. It's life changing. I tell people all the time they look scary they don't really feel scared they can i've been spanked with them on and that's fucking scary a little bit mostly hot but they're they're not as uh, intimidating as they appear they really aren't and definitely having someone who uses them who understands them is helpful because it can give you as much pain or pleasure as you wish it to give your partner right and so brian's using these on me and i am just still like on this high level of excitement of like yes the vampire gloves are here (laughs) i'm so excited and he's touching me all over and he's going down my um i'm on my back 
And so he's touching me on my breast. And I know that you and Jade both like it really rough. And for me, I do like the pain, but not as rough. And so he would kind of squeeze and give me some like pressure. And then I would just identify all of that is good, you know. Sure. So then, like you said, Brian's task oriented. We're going to make it come. Immediately, <laughs> he's on my pussy licking me. And, you know, one of the beautiful things is that Brian knows my body. We've been together for over a year. And so he knows exactly what he wants, what it takes to make me come. Right. Orally. Well, all of them, but still. Orally, he knows that that's what what he can do. But he's – so he's licking me, which is phenomenal. And then he's got his hand on one of my breasts, the gloves on one of my breasts, and my brain is literally not processing. Like, there's this delicious pain on my breast, and then this immense pleasure on my pussy. Yeah. And... You could tell he's in that work mode. Like, he always <laughs>, laughs about how women who love to suck cock, we have, there's two speeds for us for the most part. There's that pleasure speed where you're like, I'm not going to make you come. I'm going to milk this for all it's worth. <laughs> right? And then there's that point where the guy is like, I want this. And we know exactly what to do. Oh, fuck yes. Yes, we do, honey. <laughs> That's, Brian was in the, I know exactly what to do mode. Yep. And... He's quite good at that mode, I must say. It's one of my favorite things about him. (laughs) Totally. But I couldn't concentrate because I've got this delicious pleasure and then this delicious pain, both extremely exciting, but they weren't meshing together. Yeah, I can see that. So I kind of tapped out. I was like, okay, look, all of this feels really good, but I'm not going to come right now. It's not going to happen at this moment. He's like, oh, I totally get that. Sometimes, you know, the mixture of the two, it's not going to happen. Right. And again, he was not offended that I said it's not going to happen right now. Yeah, because he's not guides. an egotistical asshole. It's, <laughs> no, exactly. It's not about that. So then he rolls me over onto my stomach. Oh, my God. Do I love to have my ass played with? <laughs> That's very I hot. like my butt cheeks played with. I like especially that spot right under your butt where your butt meets the thigh. That's my spot too. I know. He told me. He oh, presses yeah. down on it when he's like fucking me from the back. And, oh my god, it sends me over the edge Fuck every damn my time. Life. I mean, so he is on my ass like he usually is. Like he's licking me. He's biting me he's giving me hickeys then there's this then there's the claw from the vampire glow so he goes this back and forth from like kissing and sweetly and lightly running down my legs to just like ah you know (laughs) and when I got the gloves in for you I noticed that there were no spikes on the palm and I was a little disappointed but then later found out why because then he could spank me really good in between you know yeah so he is just like I mean, I had marks all over my ass, which I fucking love. I just love that. (laughs) You have that Um, beautiful porcelain skin, too, that I'm sure just the marks show up immediately. Yeah, but then I don't bruise for long, you know. So I'm always sad because, like, by day two, I'm like, oh, they're gone, you know. (laughs) Um, So he is just giving me all this attention on my ass. And I am very verbal. I am like, oh, my God, that is amazing. I mean, I just... 
Uh, you and I both love that dirty talk. You yeah. Know? Like, I love verbal men. And I, you know, we often give what we want to receive, you know. So I'm just like telling, I'm encouraging him that, yes, everything you're doing is right. Then he touched my back. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wish everyone could see your face right now. It's so hot. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, he kind of moves up on me and kisses the nape of my neck, the back of my neck, which I mean, literally, you could ask me for anything in that moment, I'll (laughs) give it to you. And then he takes the gloves and just starts to lightly, no pain, just that light stroke down my spine down to like right at the top of the crack of my ass just in that little spot no one ever touches right yeah i am (laughs) i'm i'm about to go nuts but here's where the part comes that i'm so happy i get to tell this recounting instead of brian oftentimes i and maybe most women do you know we love to receive pleasure But I don't really let myself go with just anybody. Yeah, I can see that. And I think this is where all three of us agree that something, you know, that that connection that we have with people we've known for a while and we have that trust with is when we can be vulnerable. Oh, absolutely. And in that moment, for the first time in a year that Brian and I have been together, I let him just stroke me. There was no intention of orgasm. And it was so overwhelming for me because my normal thing is I'm now uncomfortable, I'm going to stop and I'm going to give you pleasure because I feel guilty if someone wants to genuinely just give me pleasure. Why do you think that is? You know, I'm sure it's some, you know, well, I mean, we could do a whole episode on this one. But I mean, it's a lot of it is our worthiness. Do we truly feel worthy of someone's love and affection? Yeah. Romantic or not? Are we worthy? And so, yeah, there's that protection where you put up a wall and you're like, oh, we're going to fuck and it's going to be amazing. Stick your cock in my mouth already. Yeah. (laughs) Who's your daddy? You're my fucking dad. No, thank God (laughs) Brian doesn't ask me that. (laughs) But... Yeah, there, but there's a difference when it's it kind of stops and you just, for a moment, receive pleasure. Right. And for like a solid 10 minutes, he just stroked me. Well, I think that's a big deal for Brian, too. Oh, I hope so. Because he is so task-oriented and yeah. he is so eager to please the people that he's with that allowing himself to get lost in those moments, yeah. he doesn't always do that well with that. So I think that's a big deal for him, too. Well, I, I hope so. Because it was it was big for me. It was it was very kind and and erotic. Oh my god! Like yeah, it wasn't just that it was ple- it was so fucking erotic for me to just receive pleasure. That was fucking awesome. So then he rolls me over, and then that mode switches back in where I'm like. I want to thank you <laughs> for being so kind. And he's kind of like leaning over me and he starts to eat me out again. He's licking my pussy. And because he's kind of bent over me, 
I scoot under him and now we're 69ing, which is not something we're typically all about. Yeah. It's not one of my favorites because I like to, you know, focus or, you know, give or receive. But oftentimes, I don't know, it's just not one of my favorites, but I was down for it in that moment. (laughs) And I've got his balls in my hand and he is, I'm sucking his cock. And at some point he just starts thrusting, which, oh my God. Into your mouth? Yes. What a naughty man. Men fuck you in their mouth. Oh, in your mouth. Oh my God. (laughs) It's just hot, you know. And so then... He's like, enough of this. I need I need you inside me. Now, usually, you know, I mean, we do all kinds of positions, but th- he was like, uh-uh. He lays back, grabs a condom. I always have condoms on my... He always brings condoms, too, so I feel like I have this never-ending supply of condoms. <laughs> so he grabs a condom, puts it on, and he's like, nope, I want you on top of me. Oh, that's hot. Do you like being told what to do? Fuck yes. <laughs> oh my too. God. I don't know what it is about a fucking sexy man telling you how they want to be fucked, but it is so hot. Look, you and I both, business owners, powerful women who are making decisions all day, no, fucking tell me what you want. <laughs> you have just given me so much pleasure for the past like 30 minutes. Yeah. Yes. Fucking tell me what you want. But what's awesome is, so I, so of course, yeah, Mm -hmm. I get on top of him and I've got my hands on the headboard and he's kind of leaned up against my pillows because I have like 8,000 pillows on the bed and he's kind of leaned up and I lower myself on him and I come very quickly in that position. And sadly, a lot of men will become lazy oh here just get on top of me because they know (laughs) they know it's gonna happen right and they don't have to do a damn thing brian has never done that yeah like he always you know but he likes to watch me come (laughs) i'm sure he does (laughs) (laughs) that was what he wanted and at this point it's what i want too he's been all over my body my entire body Uh, yes so i grab the back of my headboard and i just start riding him i am not paying attention to whether he wants to come right now or not (laughs) i am coming i fucking come so hard on his cock and he is just watching me and he is just like oh my god and he gives me a moment to kind of come down and then I'm just kind of slowly because I, I I do I have a lot of what I call aftershocks <laughs> <laughs> oh that's hot oh like little yeah mini orgasms like, after uh, uh, yeah, it's like <laughs> this little like oh like stop you know very sensitive after I come so he's letting me just kind of use him in this moment for my pleasure, and I am more than willing in this moment to use him for my pleasure. It was amazing. And so then he has me, he kind of slides down and out of me, but now wants me to sit on top of his face. And so he's like, kind of like cleaning me up, like it was so hot. And then he's like, I need to fuck you now. Still has vampire gloves on, I should I should 
explain because oh. he he's like all fours. He starts fucking me from behind. He's so fucking turned on in this moment. It was Ugh. so hot. And he takes the glove and he like holds his fingers back a little bit so he can just smack me with his palm and with his other hand. I get the whole hand. And because I just I love that pain and pleasure like that. Mm-hmm. And then he came and we just like I don't even think we had we don't yeah I don't think we even had sex a second time we both just like laid it like in an exhaustion of like that was so hot well it sounds like so much was going on I mean just a lot all the different sensations that must have been happening and oh god that's so fucking sexy to me oh my goodness Oh, my God. I love, yes, okay, I so like being told what to do. <laughs> so I have to ask the question of Brian having an orgasm because there are so many men that have very quiet orgasms, and I fucking hate that. And one of my favorite things about having sex with Brian is he's so, like, vocal in that moment and just willing to let go and whatever fucking noises come out of him, he's okay with it. Has that been your experience with him, too? Yes. This is where you and like I've heard you give recounts before, and I'm like, fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> like you and I do have that in common. It and I think yes, it's just this deep guttural ah, you know. And yes, I like it to be vocal because it's honest, right? It's not like important, like oh, give it to me. No, it's nothing <laughs> like that. It's it's so raw, yeah, and flattering. Oh, fuck yeah. Because you're like, right? I am the one making this grown-ass I masculine man. made that shit happen. Yes. And especially when men just get lost in it. You know, when you can tell they've really just shed all of the bullshit. And they don't have any hang-ups. No inhibitions. And it's fucking hot. And same. Like, yeah, it is. It's super freaking hot. And, uh, yeah, it doesn't happen with a lot of men very often because they're ashamed or oh my favorite i mean come on brenna i'm 48 i date men who have children young children in the house i'm like yeah i can definitely tell you have children in your house because you <laughs> come really quietly yeah or god bless the men have been married for 20 years to the same w- woman and just got divorced from their you know from her and i'm like oh yeah you fuck like a man who's fucked the same woman for 20 years yeah i've definitely experienced <laughs> that in the lifestyle too <laughs> so yeah when you do you know have that moment of just that raw and real and uninhibited moment where someone expresses their pleasure yeah it's amazing i mean i don't know about you but sometimes i say like the naughtiest things in the throes of passion that i probably wouldn't you know think about but in that moment oh a thousand percent i'll even look back on shit that i've said and i'm like did that actually come out of my mouth like what the where did that come from yeah you said one time like some guy was like whose pussy is this and you felt a little guilty for saying yours i'm like (laughs) why do you feel guilty guilty girl in that moment it's his (laughs) brian will ask me all the time who's whose pussy is it i'm like it's yours (laughs) yeah i know i heard in denver (laughs) girl i I heard you in denver wow that was (laughs) god damn it that was hot Uh, so okay here's another question for you then what is sex what is after sex like with brian in those moments because like you said you guys have known each other now for a long time yeah you're friends is it does it go right back to a friendly dynamic does it feel a little bit more intimate still what does that look like usually yeah i mean it it's intimate and that we'll kind of touch each other it's not it's not romantic like there's no cuddling 
there's it's nothing like that. That's not our dynamic, but it is very loving and intimate and just kind of like coming down or we'll even talk about like, oh, my God, that was hot or, you know, whatever. And then based on the timing, like, did we spend two hours talking or did we spend 20 minutes talking? Because we always want to be conscious. I mean, or at least I do of y'all's time. And um, but then there's also that we need to be conscious of my time with him. Sure. So yeah, usually it well, it depends. If it's about, you know, if we've done 20 minutes of talking and there's another round in store kind of thing, yeah, then it'll stay intimate and hot and, you know, what do we want to do next or whatever. Oh, I love that. Yeah, where it can be like, you know. But a lot of times it's just kind of sweet and loving and then it turns right back into that friend dynamic where, you know, maybe there's something on his mind that's going on in, in business. Like he, we do talk about business a lot. I mean, you know. That does not surprise me at all. It, I mean, it's common. We're nerds like that. So um, whereas when you and I talk, like when we go have drinks and such. I feel like our conversations are a lot more intimate in that, you know, we, we share what whatever we're talking about. Like, you know, uh, whereas Brian and I, it's I'm not going to say it's surface level. It's just a different level of, of conversation. Sure. Um, it's comfortable if it needed to be that. But yeah, so right after sex, yeah, it's usually... We, we just start talking again. And sometimes we're picking up where we were in the conversation before or whatever, you know. I love it's that. It's like two friends hanging out. You After know? he just rammed you and spanked right, your ass. Right, <laughs> Like people use the phrase a lot that I'm dating Brian. I don't feel like I'm dating Brian. I feel like Brian is this amazing friend that, you know, I have conversations with and in a door and every morning I get a text or he's someone that wants to know when I've flown somewhere, did I arrive? You know, it's like this, he, I feel like it's this beautiful friendship whose primary partner allows me to fuck him too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, I think I look at it from the outside and not from the outside because I'm not on the outside of this dynamic, but you know what I mean? Not in your dynamic with Brian that's obviously a private thing you guys have I look at it as dating not necessarily romantic but you guys do go out you do have drinks together you do you know spend time completely vanilla with each other Mm -hmm. and I think that's where the confusion comes in for a lot of people or maybe even just like the concept of you know that it's I don't want to say more than a friendship but different than an average friendship in that way well and for me being that I have been single for 13 years I mean I've been in and out of relationships but I have had two men in my life where that I had long-term friends with benefits. These were not people I was going to date, but I had that level of trust and they fulfilled that c- cerebral need that I wanted in intimacy, things like touching the down, you know, my back or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so for me, it feels very natural to have Brian in my life, but yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah, we do. We do go on dates. Yeah. We meet up for drinks. Well, what I was going to say is only you guys can decide what it is for you. You get to label it however you want. So really, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what I I think of it or what anyone else thinks of it. I think it's beautiful no matter what the fuck it is. And I feel very, very fortunate 
to have you in our lives. And I mean, to be able to do this, what we're doing right now, I think even people in the lifestyle are going to listen to this episode and they're going to sit and hear you talking about having sex with my man and me going, oh, that's so fucking hot. And it just being this completely natural thing. Mm -hmm. And even they are going to be confused by that. And that's okay. Not everyone has to understand what the fuck it is we're doing here. It makes me really happy. And I know it makes Brian happy. And it seems like it makes you happy. And I think mm -hmm. that's all that matters. Yeah. I mean, it's it's that level of trust we all have with each other and honesty. Yeah. If you and I... I mean, we don't have to be best friends by any means, but if you and I didn't like each other, this wouldn't work. Right. And also, Brian wouldn't want it. End exactly. of the story. Yeah. You are number one. And I know that. I knew that going into this. And I love it. I'm okay. It's it's absolutely works for all of us. I love it. You know, I do too. Well, it sounds like you're going to be sticking around for a little bonus episode. Is that mm. correct? I know. I think I, you got some questions for me. I have some things to dig a little deeper on. And I think we're going to save that exclusively for our Patreon community. So if you want to hear that, make sure you head on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers. I have some big shoots that I'm doing that are going to be available on my OnlyFans. So you are going to want to join me there at OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. Brian can be found at OnlyFans on OnlyFans at OnlyFans.com slash by hyphen zaddy. And if you guys want to join us for an upcoming event, i.e. Podbash or our Denver event or anything else we have coming up, make sure you go fill out an application and get a ticket while they last at members.frontporchswingers.com. And I think that's what we have for you this time. So thank you guys very much for listening. And thank you for having me, Brenna. I'm truly honored. Thank you for being here. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs>